Alright guys, welcome back to Bowie Studios Podcast Episode 2. I'm joined with a, a few guests here tonight. I'm joined with Nicholas Charlies, Chris Beaumont, and Richard S. Music. Uh, we actually just got through recording a a podcast just now with uh, the Sunday Night Talk Show with Nick and Chris. Uh, if you guys can, let everyone know where to hear you guys' podcast. Well, first of all, good to be back on Bowie Studios. Oh, thank you yes. guys for it's coming been along. 100%. It's been a little bit. It, a little yeah. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. it has. A little bit. <laughs> it has, good yeah. to be back. But yes, Sunday Night Talk Show, we have our own podcast, me and Chris Beaumont. Yes, sir. Uh, we are on Google Podcasts. We are on Apple, iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify. Uh, Spotify. You guys are everywhere, man. We're you guys flying. are doing it. We're flying, I'm sick. man. We're left you in the dust. Left you in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I left myself in the dust. That's what I did. Uh, also, Facebook, you know, Instagram, Sunday Night Dot Talk Show. Uh, that's where you can see us. Awesome. Yeah, make awesome. sure to check us out, man, because a lot of uh, a lot of new updates on there too. Also, get released on Instagram and Facebook yep. um, way before our uh, talk show airs and. Uh, you know what, Michael Tux, thank you for having us on your show tonight. Absolutely. Uh, appreciate you guys coming down, man, to uh, join this uh, podcast with me. Uh, Richard. Hello. Where is it that people could hear you music? Uh, you've been doing, uh, we've been collaborating for a little bit. Yeah, we've been working together for uh, a while. Now. Still, we have a lot of work that we never actually got to be but finishing. I mean, that's but the vibes, though. We have a lot of stuff that needs to be done, but when it gets done, it's going to get done. It'll hit. It'll hit big. Yeah, it'll hit. Where could uh, everyone uh, hear your, uh, your music at? Um, right now, I'm mainly. You can check out all my stuff on Twitter. I'm at Richard S. Music. Um, all my stuff is on Apple and iTunes and Spotify and any place else. Probably your toilet. Um, <laughs> That's where I'll be listening yeah. to it. Yeah, probably your toilet. Uh, just type in Richard S. And then um, Lucid, which is my last record. You should find me. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I'm actually really excited to be uh, with all you guys here. Uh, I was planning. To do uh, a lot of episodes within the past few weeks, close to a month now, uh, but I'm pretty much back now, ready to go uh, with some music that I am trying to release and uh, working with other uh, collaborators, trying to complete some other tracks. And with Richard, there's every time we always, you know, we kind of get together, we're, we have no plan. There's yeah, kind of no we agenda. Just kinda, we just kind of get together and like, what do you want to do? We just swing And it. within 15 to 20 minutes... We got something right. yeah, going. Usually, but you know, that's, like how, that's how the best music is always made. Usually, yeah, it is. Yeah, when it's completely it's random. random. It's completely random. Sometimes when it's forced, it, it feels forced. You, it you feels, hear you the force. You hear that it's forced. Yeah. yeah. I agree. You want everything to flow kind of uh, naturally. You want every, all of your music to feel... Uh, you, want to, you want to feel it. You want yeah. to feel that it's, that it's real and it's, coming from some, and it's coming from someone without a certain plan or a certain kind of mindset. There's a lot of songs. 100%. There's a lot of songs that like you could feel that they want to make it a hit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, eh. hundred percent. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hundred percent, dude. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you've, uh, what projects you've been uh, progressing through. What have you been pushing through, and what have you completed, and what do you plan to be working on? Too many. I'm going kind of crazy to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> it's I'm good going though. It's crazy. good. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk on. about your last record you released, and uh, where can people find it? My last record is called Lucid, and it's on, like I said, everything, even your toilet, and your, your probably your smart, your smart refrigerator. I don't know why that's a thing. I got you. But, uh, my last record is called Lucid. You could find that everywhere. Um, I released that, and I actually got some pretty good uh, results. You know, I got a little fan base going now. And, that's great, man. Yeah, everybody really digged it. So right now, I'm working on a new project called I Am The Stars, which is going to be my first actual record record. 
Okay, Hopefully, cool. It's going to be um, 8 to 12 tracks. I'm shooting for 15, but that's really <laughs> shooting it. Um, but I'm hoping to have some, like something really long and uh, cohesive. Okay, okay. Uh, so I'm working on that. I'm also working on like four, five-ish video game soundtracks at the moment. It's a lot, but uh, it keeps my, keeps my gears going. Okay, cool. And uh, what is um, kind of the whole vibe that you're going with your record? Uh, Eye on the Stars, is that what it was called? I'm yeah, sorry? that's it. Okay, um, and what's like the influence? Like what kind of like, you know, direction are you planning to go with it? Well, just for the title alone, what do you think? Uh, from just hearing f- very futuristic. Futuristic? futuristic. I would say a little bit, yeah. I would I say mean, that. I yeah. would say, main keyword, futuristic. I mean, um, my last Lucid was all about kind of every song. I wanted it to feel in its own dimension, mm. but still tangible. Like it's, it's kind of like if you look in a mirror when you're super drunk, you know what I'm saying? And it's like... You want to reach out and touch, but you can't really, and you don't really know where like you are, that. but it's yeah. familiar. Yes. Right. That's what Lucid was. So this is more like stepping into that universe I've created and feeling it all. Opening the door to the next Opening chapter. Opening the door to the next chapter, oh, exactly. Oh, so, I call it, I think it's, it's called the Lucidverse. Yeah. The Lucidverse, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. You can <laughs> yeah. so aim it's, towards it's that going, too. <laughs> it's going from Lucid to I am the stars. I am this energetic being and I'm connected with everything. Understand? I dig that, dude. Um, so it's, it's really like, it's Celtic in a way. It's it's very atmospheric. It's very, uh, a lot of pretty piano, a lot of violin. Um, definitely and stuff, yeah. Yeah, definitely EDM and a couple bangers in there, but it's all with meaning and purpose, so... Um, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I'm, a, I'm excited. I'm excited to push some stuff out, but you know that, that kind of stuff takes time. So. How, how many how many tracks is on? Do you have on Lucid? Eight, if I remember correctly. Seven are you, or eight. Are you done with all of them? You're still working on them. All the songs on the route. Oh, Lucid. Yeah, that was the first. That was the first yeah. one. Yeah. So what what's your favorite track out of that one? Out of That's hard. Cause I like them all so much. They're his babies, man. I know yeah, the too, bro. It's hard to pick just one. Um, I really really like. Or at least, or at least your, your 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 top two or three. My I top mean. two or three. Yeah. Uh, probably an all musical program, just because that came out of nowhere. I was watch I was watching uh, these really old nineteen fifties uh, cartoons, and mm. there was this one cartoon, and it was all musical, and like all the car- all that all the stories portrayed through music. And okay. I thought that was so cool, so I took the sample from that and made it into a whole song. And at the start, it's like orchestral and really vintage, and then as you go, it gets more modern, and then it drops into this crazy Latin beat that just makes you want to dance. Oh, that's so, pretty dope. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. Like that. So and it, it's probably... definitely exactly like that because as soon as like I heard the first few tracks that like that were even unreleased that you sent to me, right. I fell in love with it. <laughs> and every song is like it's like a journey. Yeah, I'm like gl- you just I'm get lost in that record. It's amazing. I'm glad that I'm glad it comes off that way. That's really hard to do. I was I was scared that it would just sound like really unrelated to everything and that it would just right. come out as like this fart <laughs> <laughs> well kudos to you Mo. i mean like i'm just happy that you're thriving in uh in your success right now and i can see that you keep branching you you keep putting like you know like projects on your plate and you're just like you said you're trying to like you know kind of crank through your gears and really it's see i can see it you're like you're really pushing through your limits and yeah trying to just, really uh just pursue that forward. just moving forward i'm trying i'm trying to push myself with every song and every release so well, that's hopefully, good, hopefully this one is the one that does a little something more. I can't wait to hear it. When is a, a release date that you have planned for? Oh God, um, I want to say like June. June. Somewhat like four or five months from now, three or four. I really, I really wanna wanna get it done. I've I've had it planned ever since. Like I want to say a couple months after it was released, I had it planned. Okay. But I'd like to have the sounds come to me through life and through 
whatever inspires me through that time. So I can't, I can't really force that. You know yeah, it, that's yeah. exactly where we go back to the topic yeah. of being forced to yeah, exactly. do 100%. something with music. Yeah, yeah it's I all can. about experiencing the, the, the stuff you make. Yeah. I mean, same with me too. I mean, it may, it may take me some time to like complete a project that like I'm specifically kind right. of like trying to push through. Yeah. And I beat myself up because it's like, I could do this faster. I could, I, but I just, I, I take time more. Yeah, but I enjoy the process of you know making it instead of trying to force it out. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's yeah. that's how the best music is made most of the time. Especially I agree. Highly if you uh, look at like other other uh, like the top guys, if you look at the top producers and like Michael Jackson and all the legends, right. whenever you see them in the studio, they're just vibing. No, you you see that it's a crazy story because when Michael Jackson was making Thriller, they were done with the album. I I believe it was Quincy Jones and there was I forget the guy's name, the other engineer that was working right. with them for that record. Yeah. They had it made. They had it done. Yeah. And they went through playback and they were so disappointed the way how everything was cut. Wow, really? So what happened was, I mean, Michael Jackson, first of all, he was literally, he, he was crying really? because it didn't meet that expectation of what he wanted that album to right, put right. through. Yeah. So Quincy Jones and everyone writing on the album, they said, let's do a whole remixing and mastering of the song but every day we're gonna put 24 hours into one song and mix as much as we can right. each individual song on the record and because they did that that's why it still holds up today as the best record ever made that's what you need to do you need that extra push you need that it's, extra effort yeah it's crazy dude. Yeah. it's time it's just patience that's all it's it really just, is it's just patience you gotta you gotta really like there's been so many songs. I've been doing that a lot recently. Like I'll fully finish something, mm. and then I'll be like, "Yeah, but this is kind of shitty." Like after after you listen to it <laughs> for twelve hours and work on it, and then like you're really feeling it. The next day you're just like, "Oh, that's kind of shitty, though." I don't know. It, it could be with anything too, even beside music. Like let's say you're, uh, let's say you're cooking something. <laughs> yeah. How many times, guys, have we ever went to someone's house? And we're like, oh, we're late, then hurry, cook, put the oven on like yeah, 700 right. degrees. Yeah. People that are going to come to the store, get it. Right. Yep. But it's like you can't rush whatever Perfection. it is you're doing. You, you can't, can't rush, rush that art, whatever it is. Like food's art. art. Yeah, food is art It's too. a science too. Yeah, exactly. I've seen people that like, okay, let's say like, uh, like earlier today, we made wings. Mm-hmm. We deep fry them, we take them out, we put them in a pan, and then we bake them. Uh, what kind of flavor were those wings though? Uh, you know what? We made like a lemon pepper type of wing sauce, which came out amazing. And you didn't save me any? That'll be for next week's episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like what I'm saying is though, because like you can't rush uh, an art. You can't rush something you love doing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like a lot of artists kind of... Like we're in, the, we're in this realm now where like Instagram and like all these likes and all of these like there's so much competition around that people oh, totally, only, yeah. only see competition. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is though, yeah. But to drop so many songs in a month or yeah, drop so, so many songs have so many albums mm-hmm. before that half of the year is gone yeah, to yep, have so, so many albums. Yeah, and it's kind of painful because I, I know a lot of really talented guys, a lot of people I'm friends with and I'll talk to them hmm. for mixing advice or just, you know, just to shoot the shit. Right. And um... You know, I, they're really talented. And they're kind of hurting themselves by not even doing records anymore. A lot of people will stand by never doing a record. You know that because it really comes down to your fan base. You're right. not going to make any money or you know sell your product if you don't have the push behind you, which is your fans. Your but fan base it, is everything too. But when it becomes just the product, that's a problem. 
Yeah. When it's just a product, that's a problem. You want to you want to make an art. You want to make something that's cohesive. You want something that's that speaks to people in a way that you didn't even think would speak to people. Understand? Well, this is something I want to mention to you. Do you? Okay, now since we're on this topic, now there's been tons of times where me myself, I only wanted to make music for myself right. instead of yeah, making it yeah, for other people. Right? Yeah. Now into like. When it comes to like, like a career of it, right? You have to keep. You could get lucky making music just for you, then putting it out. People love it. Yes. But there is such a thing as, you know, uh, dress to impress, uh, please other people's ears. You know what I'm saying? You have to give what the people want, basically. And I agree with that. We were talking about those in the car with like Billie Eilish because she's very, she's very original. But see, her mastery comes from. Being able to be original and being able to do it in a way that's also kind of mainstream enough. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. Just enough. You got it. You really. A lot of artists are very good and very talented, but a lot of them also don't understand that you yeah. have to find that fine that fine medium, that fine thread, the silver lining that's in between what you want to do mm-hmm. and what people want to hear, and what the um, what are they called? Record labels. Yeah want as well I, it's like it's hard to do that now too because like people that like have a record label and they have like contracts and stuff like that right they're only putting music out that these people want them to make they'll write the lyrics the compositions the but I mean whole... if, you're, if you're signing that document you know what you're getting yourself into exactly yeah you're only getting a few years of fame and then you kind of pummel down and then uh, you know then you come back as like a you know maybe like a, a artist that's not signed right. independent artist yeah. and you want to push out your music your creative right. you know mind and stuff like that too yeah. but uh, it all depends the it factor we were talking about the it factor there's yeah. a lot of people that I know that I hear just on Instagram or TikTok and they have that it factor they have that it factor they do but uh, it's, it's it's so rare because a lot of people don't even know how to pick up on that it just it depends on like, what hits what's you know like yeah. let's take Drake for instance I right. think it was like I think two or three days ago I went on the uh, the trending page on YouTube and I seen Drake release I think two or three tracks. Right. And within 17 hours he had like 3.5 million views, yeah, 5 million crazy. views, something like that. Yeah, insane. Because Drake could make literally anything. Right. Pop, rap. Anything he wants, yeah. Uh, you know, orchestral music, right. it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, he, everything he touches right. with music is gold. He, even, he's like a funny guy too. He's a right. great actor, comedian. Uh, yeah, he he's just an all around entertainer. Right. Uh, and then there's like you know people that like aren't even like really highly discovered you know right. as him. Yeah. Uh, there's this one guy I follow on Instagram. Uh, he goes by China Mac. Okay. Uh, he's an amazing rapper. I've been following him for some time, and uh, right. he has that it factor. He has the delivery. He has the music. Uh, right. You know, he has the drive for it. Right. He recently just uh, announced, I think, about a week and a half ago, that he was he was quitting music. What? He took all his music down off his, uh, you know, all his platforms. Why? Because uh, he was putting money into what he loved doing, making music. And oh, he got wrapped up in all that. So he got wrapped oh. up in what he was, you know, trying to sell. Right. And he went on Instagram Live, and I got, like, 12 from him because, like, I wanted to see this guy, you know, go right. up and blow up. Right, you wanted to see him do it, yeah. So he announced that he was kind of retiring from it. He's like... And he was honest too. He wasn't behind, oh, no. like you know, the the defense about it. He was like, no, no, let's get you know, I got no support from my fans. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm putting money out to get money, and it's not really right. happening. So yeah. I mean, I'm I'm quitting music. But and you, it's yeah. it's like I think he's, I I think he's actually trying to get back into it now. 
He should. I he would, just had a lot of people pep talk him. He's like, you're not, you're not doing the right moves in the the way you're supposed to be doing it. He's I mean, like, I, you're not doing it for the money. Do it for the fans, and then eventually it'll just pop just, right back up. I just recently experienced that whole end of that spectrum when it comes to like the business side of things because yeah, um, when I came out when I came out with Lucid, I was really I went and I sent to um, a lot of blogs and a lot of um, Spotify curators and stuff awesome. like that. Mm-hmm. And the rejections are very, they're, they're heart They're hurtful, dude, yeah. They're hurtful. They're, they're they like, suck. But see, it's, it's also kind of funny to me because they would come up with these excuses, um, like anything. Like, you know, like, oh, I didn't like that hat. Or I, I see what your vision, but it's not um, what I want it to be. Or something, something like, it's good, but it's not for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Like the, but, but they can twist it in a way to where you could send them like an old Beatles track. And they would still reject it. Yeah, it's, it's just of, you know, it's history. That's it's yeah, just that's what people kind, know. It's kind of that energy. Like you could send them whatever, but it's, if it's not that specific um, production quality that's meant to, like, I'm gonna drop names. Monster Cat. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like if it's, not, if it's not Monster Cat and it's not like Trap Nation to where these people want to like mindlessly twerk to whatever they're hearing as long as it has. To yeah. Pick, then um. <laughs> you know, then they don't want it, and that, that can you, get, that can get that can get toxic, especially definitely, yeah. Being you know, being a really creative individual and wanting to um, reach people and spread messages when they're you know, everyone talks about like you want to spread the message with your music, but what happens when the people that are supposed to deliver those messages don't want it? Exactly, and that plays a part yeah. in all the other people that are actually just listening instead of creating. Mm-hmm. The listener itself, the, right. the fan. Uh, yeah, it gets really toxic, and it's hard to keep going you know mm. what I'm saying but you just gotta give them the middle finger and say fuck you yeah just push through it, me, bitch. push yeah. through the middle fingers as much yeah. as you can uh, I was gonna ask you guys too I mean yeah out of all the music that's out now today like new hip hop music new like the, everything that's trending now I know they've been bringing a lot of music back like from like 80s element like Bruno Mars he's still mm. on that kick like in the 80s and stuff like that he's right. just, that's kind of like what he's known for now right but the last I think record he put out it was, it was 80s all over it yeah you know, the um, last song that you played in the car by oh, Bruno Mars, I think it was Perm? Yes. Perm, and whenever Nick put it on, I never heard the song okay. until today. I don't think I ever heard it either. And <laughs> whenever he put the song on, I, I thought it was going to be something from the 80s. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. It no, was, Perm is a good song. It's an old song. I think it has a Maybe years not old, 1980s. Okay. No, no, no. But it's yeah. an old song, though. A couple of years yeah. from now. But uh, yeah, Perm is a good song for me. But like, what do you guys think of like today's music now that's being pushed out and generated out to like people you know that like love music you know that are used to eighties and seventies and you know all the like uh, the old music that we know and love. In today's music now, do you guys kind of agree with where the movement is going, or are you, you know, kind of like changing, still? man? Times are changing. Um, I see, like you said, Bruno Mars. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to bring the 80s back. They're trying to bring it back. Yeah. It was and the best time for music. To it, be was, it was a yeah. good era. Good but they're era trying to music. bring it back from like an R&B style. You know, like an R&B. Because yeah. Bruno Mars is like an R&B. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hip-hop, R&B. Uh, who else is doing it? Chris, would you, what do you think? Who else is bringing it uh, You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, even though his music is a little bit more modern, I'm going to be honest with you. When, when Post Malone drops a new song, I mean, I'm... I'm hot on Post Malone. Yeah, so. yeah. He's he's kind of like in that Drake element too. Like whatever he touches kind of turns into a, a hit. Yeah. I love Absolutely. anything that Post Malone does. No, I love it. It's Post just, Malone. it's super catchy. It's in today's times, but like 
on like a respectable level. It's like I could blast that and not be embarrassed to listen oh, to it because yes. everyone no vibes to it. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's that. That's the thing. I mean, there's I, my whole thing is is that when it comes to music, I find myself still listening to the older. The older music, I, back, I agree, in, I agree. back in Sinatra, or Dean Martin, yeah, or, 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 or classic, like in the thirties age. I'll be thirty in September. Shit. Happy birthday. We uh, we all listen to the older, the old, the older music. You know what I'm saying? Frank yeah. Sinatra, mm-hmm. Dean Martin, Ingobert Humperdinck. Yeah. Even moving to, uh, to the to the rap, going to the nineties. Uh, Biggie, Tupac. Right. We got literally almost a yeah, hundred years of generational music yes. that yeah. we all know and love. Yeah. And I mean, I it scares me to even think what music is going to be within another fifty years from now. Oh, you know what it's going to be? It's uh, robots. Well, no, it's, it, yes. I mean, that's dubstep right there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dubstep. just pure dubstep. It, it, dubstep. It is dubstep. That is the future. It already came. It's going to come back. Nah. I don't know, man. I just really want real music to come back, like R and B music and like uh, jazz. Yes. No. Like, gonna, see, that's a good point. I think I think actually what's gonna happen is we're gonna take from the old and make it new. So it's probably gonna be like sixties and fifties stuff. But not like a remaster, though. Not yeah, like I mean, a remaster it'll have its track. like. Um, I'm just assuming it would be not. like it'll have its own kind of like modern twist to it. Of course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll, like right now, we're taking from the eighties, like we've been for the last uh, six or seven years. It's just gonna go deeper. Like yeah. that's next to seventies, then it's sixties, and then, you know what I'm saying. Every decade is gonna change. I mean, that's with everything. It's with cars. It's with food. It's with clothes we wear. You know, I really, really wouldn't be mad if they can't. If two thousand eight sound came back but modernized, I really wouldn't. Yeah, like, if, if, I'll take some black eyed peas. Dude, yeah. I'll take a Paramore record right now. Ooh, I would love a Paramore record uh, right now. If Paramore really got back... Uh, Their recent record. Really if, I mean, dude, there's so much other stuff I listen to just beside, like, whatever's on the radio. Pop, hip-hop. I haven't uh, touched radio in a while. It's all just my, like, Spotify Discover Weekly, like, these other stuff yeah. are random. It's so, like, that's another thing is that you could discover so much now, too. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, bro. Who is, like, your main influence in music? Who made you really want to, like learn music and try to produce it and record it uh you know the first time i really really looked in the uh, music and thought it was cool was um i don't know if you remember but back in like 2006 or 7 there was this dj his name was dj earworm and he did the mashups the like the year-end mashups with all of the top hit songs i can't yeah. say no i know if i probably listened to a few of his his hits i'll probably recognize them but yeah back in the day he he made this one mashup that blew up a lot and okay. um I thought it was really cool because it was t- it was taking songs I already knew and things that were familiar, mm-hmm. but twisting them in a new way that I never heard before. So right. from that, I started doing I started doing mashups and then it just evolved okay. into remixing and then evolved into production and then you know. I think that's how it is for a lot of people because like that's what I started doing. Oh really? <laughs> I listened to a lot of music I loved, and then tried to replicate it, try to learn it uh, on you know any instrument that I could. Right. And then. I would try my best to replicate it to like the pin the drop feet. of it, right, everything, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, right. And then I was doing uh, videos on YouTube of me like doing covers to whatever song it may be. Right. And then uh, that's what it was. It was like remaking songs, covering songs, remixing yeah, songs them new. Uh, until I started really like trying to write my own shit. Right. And. I mean, that's the best thing that you can really discover yourself is as a musician. Is like, well, I like this style and I like this style. 
I want to try to maybe fuse them together, put my twist to them, see what it could come through. I have a good question for you. Okay. How did your style come about? Uh, you're at that point now. You got your every style, direction yeah. you could think of. I mean, I start listening to a bunch of different random stuff just growing up. Right. Like oldies. Because um, the stuff you show me now, I mean, it's R&B, but I also get like that, the, uh, the flamenco vibes, and I also get like, you know, uh, ethnic, like... What is that? What is that place called? Romania. <laughs> uh, Romania? I guess yeah, like uh, Rome and like Italy, you know kind of yeah, like places, yeah, like, and then like Eastern Europe too. That is yeah, the main influence like I get, too. I get all of those vibes from your music all in one. Spain. It's really yes. interesting. Yes, Spain, of course. <laughs> yeah. That was last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Spain, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course, Spain. Uh, but yeah, that's just another <laughs> genre that I love to listen to. Like I grew up listening to like Gypsy Kings and like flamenco style music. And it all came together. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I also used to listen to, you know, like Snoop Dogg. I used to listen to Dr. Dre, uh, DMX, Tupac, uh, you know, all the greats. Right. And then, you know, I started listening heavy into, like, uh, Thomas Newson. I got into Thomas Newson, I think, about, like, almost, I want to say, eight to seven years ago. He's, like, a very big room, like, EDM-type DJ. He makes a lot of, like, uh, big room... Type EDM type like Martin uh, Garrix, like Martin Garrix, um, very similar to um, I wouldn't say a YouTube. They're like way more heavier. You know like, what I'm saying? Like house, like the the mainstream house that you see. Uh, just heavy Las Vegas, right. yeah, 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 yeah. like big yeah, climbs and the big drops, I like just you. yeah, exploding. You know what I'm saying? Um, Fire EDM playlist. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I'm also into all that stuff too. Like I mean, I, there's no range that like inspired me. I, like, everything inspired me. That's cool, yeah. Everything did. That's some real musicianship. Even like heavy metal, rock and roll. uh, I used to love listening to like, I still love listening to like, uh, you know, all of like Ozzy's old stuff, Black Sabbath stuff. You know, I'm really amazed that we haven't tried to make a rock, some kind of rock something. Yeah, we we gotta dabble in that. Right? Very soon we will. I hope so. I'm surprised we didn't because I'm into that too. Dude, you know what we could do? And I think everyone will think it's dope too. Uh, Something like rock and roll or like a metal type of jam but like with that lucid edm so, type of sound that, that you so go weird. for I'm into that. Yeah. real trippy and I, I can hear some stuff in my head right now but we got to get together very soon and try to accomplish that yo maybe that's a track on the record right now we could try i don't got no electric guitar though i gotta i gotta patch up my uh my telecaster so bad it's oh yeah we're still me, we're still waiting for someone to uh, let us know if they can get the find a pig guard <laughs> yeah thank you fender thank you fender i had such a miserable time dude i swear i went to a few guitar centers uh and long story short uh i left for some stupid reason i left my fender telecaster in a garage uncased just out in the open for about a month like three summers ago wow and the pit guard warped up so high i can't even strum so i've been I don't know why. It just I it took me so long. I just kinda left it there and I had no kind of like inspiration to play it. Yeah. I was moving, I was I had no room to put it anywhere. I just I don't know, I just left it there. Do you have a case for it? Didn't yeah. even have a case for it, no. So I got a question for the both of you. Yeah. Uh Richard. Okay. Um even though you got you're waiting for electrical electrical guitar can really get nothing rockish going right um but is there something that the bowie studio viewers listeners um visitors 
can expect from Richard and Michael Tux? I definitely think so. We already have a lot of projects that are just kind of sitting. I know once we dust the cobwebs off of them and we kind of like reunite and try to yeah, I think, so. I think to, it would yeah. be really good because we have like, a lot of new ideas and stuff now. Totally, yeah. Fresh mindset. I do know for a fact that on Bowie Studios, the web- on Michael's website, yeah. uh, he has a couple tracks out already people can purchase and buy. Yeah, it's a little small EP at the moment right now, but I'll keep uh, Is, branching him out. Are you soon going to be able to, Richard, put out a track on that as well? I mean, ask me. That would be nice if you, yeah, if you're if you're willing to <laughs> let me know. upload it for you, and you know we could share a little revenue. We could go a little partner action. <laughs> I don't want your revenue. I don't know if you know the way it works, but you know if you're a guest, we got to do some kind of collaboration with Bowie Studios. That's true. No, yeah, we like I said, we have like I think how many? I think close to five or six tracks. Yeah, I think a little bit more, but we just gotta. Every time we meet up, it's like we start a new project. Yeah, we do. We, you know don't, what I'm we don't want to. Just so yeah. I think out of all the tracks that we kind of like uh, combined, you know what I'm saying, done together, yeah. I think it would be perfect for just like a small little EP that we could kind of release out and just kind of show what our styles yeah, even like dude, a little to. Let's do it. Even like a little teaser, a little sample, something which let people I hear. I think we, you know what, hold on a minute. There's let people a hear snippet, what you guys are working on. There's a snippet, I think, you that know? you've uploaded, Richard, to your SoundCloud. There was one guitar riff that I was doing. It sounded like a little... Poppy funk little track. That was so long ago. I think I, I actually still might have it in my uh, my. Is it still uploaded or did you t- take nah, it down? It's, it's probably gone by now. I. You know I have it on my Instagram. That's where I've been hearing it. It's a little snippet I have on my. Uh, Guitar. On my uh, Michael Tuxedo's underscore music page. There's. I'm gonna scroll through it right now as we're doing like, this right now. Hold on, I'll show you. Uh, I am confused. I'll actually show you what the project was before. Okay. Yeah, it was this one. This is what it started out with. I was on GarageBand on my phone, and I started just doing this stuff. Very old. January 4, 2020. It started out as that, and then I dropped by to your house... And then we end up coming out with this little, it's called the Young Mix. (laughs) That fire mix, man. Let me see. So we got to go back in the archive, fix that one up. And we got to find us a singer. Because that alone, it sounds great as an instrumental. But that was kind of what we were discussing. We got to find like a singer. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you're hired. <laughs> uh, but the issue but, that I, I noticed you guys you guys get together a lot. I mean, recently we haven't but, since well, like this whole yeah. COVID thing and but stuff like that. But before that, I mean, you guys used to get together a lot, but you guys always start new projects. Yeah, because it's all guys, it's just spontaneous. It's not yeah. planned. We don't yeah, ever have like this. You know stay on one. Okay. It's so hard to do that when like. When there's an idea in the air, we got to grab it and take it before we lose it. Yeah, but if there's a new idea, put it into that project. Basically. I mean, we have enough stuff right now, realistically, to do an EP. We could release like a four-track EP. You guys probably have enough stuff Something simple, and then, you know, just kind of... That's basically will be the plan. I mean, I'm excited to... I've been wanting to release music with you. I know, we've been trying for a while now. And I mean, we got I, some really good ideas down. We just have so many that it's they have so much up. potential, bro. Yeah. That it's uh, th- we made one song where it was like 
we wanted it to be memeified. Uh, I believe it was uh, we made a crazy 808 drop to, I believe it was uh, Beyond the Sea. <laughs> wow. There's a, there's a crazy clip that we did. He had, I think, uh, one of my daughter's toys. He had a aerial toy. And I said, when this drop comes in, you better flag this shit around like crazy. It was my rave stick. (laughs) It was your rave stick. It was your glow stick. (laughs) There's a clip or something I got to attach to this, man, because uh, it's just... Oh, that was funny. It was an amazing... And we didn't even add that much. I think we added like four tracks to it. Dude, there was like a kick and like like maybe two string instruments, I think. Not even. It was the, uh, the audio track itself, the main track. Right. I don't know if we slowed it down or we pitched it down. I think we left it the same pitch. I don't think we modulated the pitch or anything like that. I can't remember. And we had a, a crazy beat and we had just a, a, a sub bass, an 808. And it was cool. And I would release it just like that, but we got to keep adding right. more to yeah, it. We no, have to. We got to get that down. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean. <sighs> oh, we do have remixes out together. Where are they? I uh, Didn't my, we. Hold on. SoundCloud. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. Hold on. Let's see. I'll. I gotta, I I gotta get the links. I think both of them are really Eilish remixes. Did we post them on your SoundCloud? Yeah, we did. All right, you know what you do? Go to your phone right now. Try to find them and then send them to my, uh, to my phone. I'll do that. And then I'll be uh, releasing, I guess, the links in my bio is uh, on my Instagram. Jumped out of his beard. You guys could check it out. Jumped out of his beard. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I plan to do a lot more with you, Rich. Um. Yeah, and right. with all the artists that I'm working out with currently right now, and uh, I mean, I'm going to be jumping back pretty soon, with, uh, you know, releasing a lot of tracks and hopefully in the future, whoever is listening, um, artists that wants to push your music out there, but you don't have the capabilities to do it, please do not hesitate to hit me up at any time that you're free and let's try to get some work done together and let's try to make it some true. Let's try to push it through because that's what we do at Bowie Studios. We open the door for you, man. We open the door, get your dreams to come true. Yes, we do. We're like Disney World over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, where you at, Disney? Except without, you know, the good singers and cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we don't have Ariel or... I think you want to put Mr. uh, Mr. Tux here on the spot. What's up, bro? Oh. I'm looking at a guitar right now. Yeah. You brought it for a reason. I kind of did. You did bring it for (laughs) a reason. Record a little something for us live. Just do it like a live song? Just yeah, do, 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 us, yeah, do us live right, little song. Live little jam. If you can, Chris, hold this uh, mic for me because I don't have a mic sound. Give us a minute. He's going to play a little something. I don't know. What do you guys want to hear? What's that Bee Gees song? The Bee Gees? By the way, whoever doesn't know, Mr. Tuxedo is a big fan of the Bee Gees. Ah, oh, there you go. Let him dance. <laughs> <laughs> now, me personally, I am not a singer. I always say this, I always try to say it, but everyone around that I come, oh, sing this one, sing that one. I mainly get that out of my face, man. <laughs> get that out of my face. All right, all right, let's see what you got, let's see what you got. I'll do a little short version for you guys here. I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me in the in the moon that you wander far from me I want to feel you in my arms again 
For you guys right now, I gotta record that little doom though. And you said you can't sing. I really can't. Not the way I want to. It's hard. Singing is the hardest instrument to learn. Doesn't seem like my key, but it's there. But you you know, you remember what you guys were talking about earlier? You have that it. That was your it. Don't see any balloons or clowns around. That'll be it for tonight. Uh, but I really do appreciate you guys uh, coming on to the show, uh, having you guys as a guest here. Uh, I look forward to uh, doing more episodes with you guys. Nick, Chris, Richard. Yes, sir. I really appreciate you guys being a part of the show, bro. I really appreciate it. And uh, that'll be it for, I think, episode two for the Bowie Studios podcast. Uh, you guys be on the lookout for future projects coming very, very soon. I will not be saying a date because meh, I'll just surprise you guys <laughs> it'll be a surprise this time yeah this time uh, you guys stay safe out there be protected stay safe hit them with your outro Richard don't let your dreams be memes